the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. Eighty-five percent of the teenagers in high school have been exposed to hardcore Satanism. Jesus wants me to live an abundant human life. Satan's pretty cool. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Fake Ritual, a fool's guide to pop culture and the occult. I am your host, Lucas Sloppy, and my guest today is no stranger to pop culture and, I dare say, the occult, because we are talking to the co-host of uh, a fellow Pittsburgh-based podcast, Queens of NC-17. It is Andy Strega. Hello, Andy. Hi, Lucas. Thank you so much for having me. Hell yeah. Well, uh, before we get into our devilish topic, uh, tell the listeners about the podcast. Okay, so I am one of two co-hosts of Queens of NC-17. We are sort of, we describe it as like having a sleepover with your two friends your mom doesn't know about or told you not to hang out with. That's exactly So we just sort of... (laughs) We just sort of talk a lot of shit. We watch a lot of horror movies. Sometimes we give sex advice. We tell you about the embarrassing things that happened to us in our life. Really, it's just sort of a party. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Well, all right. Today's topic is considered one of the scariest films of all time. uh, And it is certainly not for the squeamish nor the faint of heart. So grip tight your crucifixes, say your prayers, and cover <laughs> the little children's ears, because we're talking 1973's prestige horror classic, The Exorcist. Cue uh, pig squeals, cue fire <laughs> and brimstone puke? screams, puke, yeah. <laughs> uh, dare I say this is like one of the most perfect movies of all time. Well, yeah, let's do a quick, I mean, I always do this, it's even with the things the properties that are super popular because I've just always picture one like, you know, new person to horror that's like, I've never seen the exorcist. What's it about? <laughs> so real quick, before we get into kind of our more personal takes on the film, uh, here's the synopsis. 12-year-old Reagan McNeil begins to adapt an explicit new personality as strange events befall the local area of Georgetown. Her mother becomes torn between science and superstition in a desperate bid to save her daughter and ultimately turns to her last hope, Father Damien Karras, a troubled priest who is struggling with his own faith. Now, Andy, uh, especially with a movie like this, when did you see it? What did you think? And then, you know, kind of like, you know, set the scene of maybe what, who you saw it with and what they thought, you know, because people get pretty, you know, they have their opinions about this film for sure. They have their opinions. And I feel like everyone remembers the day they saw this movie. Mm -hmm. If you've seen it, you remember it. Okay. So this is kind of funny, but whenever I was growing up, I had a babysitter who I like thought was my grandma until I was like 15, but she would babysit me all the time when I was younger. And it would always just be like me and her. And she loved scary things. Like she used to, for example, like if I had to go to the bathroom, she would go into the basement and start like singing my name from the basement. So when I, (laughs) 
So when I would come down the steps after peeing, I'd be like, okay, the house is empty and like someone's singing my name in the basement, like shit like that. Like she would take her teeth out and act like she died. And I would be like (laughs) screaming and crying and shaking her and be like, please come back to life. Like she did fucked up shit like that to me all the time. So when I was six years old, she showed me the exorcist. Meanwhile, no, I was no, in no, 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 no. Yeah, I was in Catholic school. So yes. not only was this like it, it was obviously very scary, but I thought it was very much going to happen to me. Period. Full stop. I thought for sure when like I think she was like 13 in the movie Reagan. Mm-hmm. I just thought when you turn 13, this is what becoming a woman is. Like I, kind I of. was Yeah, you def- definitely some things leak <laughs> out, similar. but it's like yeah, way less <laughs> Yeah, way less green, like, green and way poor lighting because. Yeah, for yeah. sure. For sure. But I mean, it fucked me up, you know, and so I have yeah. a very special feeling. I have a very special connection to this movie because this was the first horror movie I had ever seen. And then after this, I, I read the book. I read the book before. I, I think I was in like third or fourth grade when I read the book because it just was like stuck in my head. And I had nightmares of Reagan like floating over my bed mm-hmm. and shit like that. So um, it, she kind of introduced me from that point if anyone remembers good old blockbuster or oh, hollywood, yeah. video, hollywood video we yeah. started going through the horror section alphabetically that's what our summers were together wow. so like she kind of got me into all of that you know it's like with starting with this movie so this is so yeah. we are kindred because i am a child of divorced parents uh they got divorced when i was one so that's all i ever knew raised by my mom visited my dad uh, and if anybody has divorced parents with like at least a semi decent father, uh, you you know it's kind of like a cool uncle. You're you know you yeah. go hang with your your dad, and it's just kind of all good things, you know, no real like right. serious parent moments. But he would always pick me up. We'd go straight to Hollywood Video, rent horror movies, and like nice ones that were way too like you know above yeah. my age, uh, you know, things like Candyman, Species. Oh, that's so uh, good. And yeah, kind of the same deal. Like it definitely, I learned at an early age that I loved being scared. There was yeah, just something like a healthy fear. About it. Yes, yeah. Uh, yeah, I would go to haunted trails and stuff, get chased by the chainsaw men. Like, and I just yeah. loved it. That's why when I talk to people now, and I guarantee you have the same experience, when people don't like horror movies because they're too scary, <laughs> I kind of like have yeah. to scratch my head. Like, well, yeah, but. It's not re- like what? <laughs> right. Life no, is I definitely scary. agree. Life yeah, is actually like, scary. <laughs> totally. And this is like I call it like a healthy scary, right? Mm-hmm. Because like there's a total there's a difference when you're like watching a horror movie or you're going through a haunted house or you're walking alone in an alley at night yes. when the bars yes. let out. Like it's a totally different type of like I like being scared the healthy way. Don't like being scared the unhealthy. Oh, totally. <laughs> but I'm, horror movies are a way to do that. So when I'm stoned alone at home, I don't get scared of the idea of a ghost or the idea <laughs> of a monster, because if anything, that's kind of like a cool fun, you know, get to hang right. out with one of them. I get scared of like a home invader, <laughs> like an actual human being that's like, let's fuck whoever up. Oh is my in this god. One creek on the floor is like, that's definitely a person. <laughs> They're coming in. I'm ready. Where exactly. The I am 100% way more afraid of people than anything else. And like my current house I'm in now, I'm sorry, my dogs oh, sorry. are here too. We're a dog friendly show. 
<laughs> my current house I'm in now, I, I swear to fucking God it's haunted. I swear Ooh, to fucking and you God. Love it. So you like, already sound like you love it. <laughs> it's not that bad. I mean, there yeah. are certain times where like, oh, Jesus, sorry. He's like just shaking all over the place. Hey, it's like, um, it's, we're talking spooky stuff. Even dogs it's can It's true. Sense. <laughs> the one night I was sleeping and I had a poster hang on the wall and it was like a K-pop band too. So it like wasn't even anything scary and the glass just shattered. The glass just shattered. They were like, <laughs> some ghost is like, what the fuck is just... this new fangled music <laughs> shit? I don't know what this Honestly, is. Honestly, and I had a, a medium come in my house and said that the ghost is in my art space. Like, that's where it's hmm. headquartered. And okay. that is right above my bedroom. So it sort of makes sense that, like, I've seen the figure in my bedroom multiple times. Like, it's really quite spooky. But one night, it did start poking me in the face. Like I felt, I felt a finger going into my face multiple times and I like was fully awake and didn't know how to like, it was the scariest shit that's like ever happened to me. So. Yeah. Uh, and you know, back to the exorcist cause it's, uh, similar in that it kind of, the beginning of the film is set up sort of like a, uh, like a poltergeist movie, like a ghost film. Right. If you don't know what you're watching. You probably might think, oh, this is sort of a haunted house film. Uh, until yeah. inevitably you find out, you know, that it definitely is not. Uh, but I want to pick your brain a little bit more about that Catholic upbringing and just the nature of realism in this film. But before we do that, I just want to cover what apparently is the real life story that what's his name? Blatty? William. Yeah. Blatty? William Peter Blatty. Blatty. Yes. <laughs> Uh, I just found a little article about the actual exorcism that he based this, uh, his book on, uh, that ultimately became the movie. So I'm just going to read through here. Uh, it just says, this is from atgtickets.com. No fucking clue what that is. It's called The Real Life Exorcism That Inspired the Exorcist. Uh, in mid-1949, a number of newspapers reported an alleged possession and eventual exorcism of a boy known as Robbie. Uh, he grew up in a German Lutheran family, and after expressing an interest in a Ouija board, oh no, uh, his <laughs> spiritualist aunt Harriet introduced him to one. It was after the death of his aunt that the family began experiencing seemingly paranormal activity in the house, ranging from vibrations, strange noises, flying objects, and levitation. Uh, and then Blatty said that... Uh, he described this as the first stage of your classical possession, which he refers to as infestation, and used this in the novel uh, before the full possession of Reagan. And the, the violence, the guttural voice, and the revulsion for sacred items displayed by Reagan is also inspired by descriptions of Robbie's possession. So, Andy, what do you know about, like, real possessions, real exorcisms from your, you know, Catholic you know, background? Honestly, I yeah. know nothing, and I'm grateful. Yeah. <laughs> like, like that shit's scary. Like, to this day, like, I just, just to get this out there, I'm very not religious. Like, I've definitely grew up Catholic, but in my adult life, like, I don't really believe in it or anything. Mm -hmm. But even, even with that being said, this concept still scares the fuck out of me. There's no way I'll ever be able to pull that part of me yeah. out. Like, 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 as much as I don't believe in God or the devil or anything, like, I still fear being possessed by a demon. Like, that's scary as fuck. So I know nothing about it. And, like, coming back to the hauntedness in my house, like, I hope that is not the first stage of something yes. more. Yeah, some investigation. Because I wouldn't know. Exactly. So what about you? What do you know about it? I mean, I grew up, like, Pentecostal, you know, like okay. kind of like uh, 
you know, evangelical Christian, you know, yeah. which we can all, you know, let out a collective <laughs> fuck evangelicals, especially right now at, at our point in yeah. time. But this show is not about the current fucked up state of the world. It's about escaping from that. So I will right. not go any further into that. But uh, <laughs> I feel like growing up in church, it was more, I feel like Catholics have the ritual you know, of their beliefs. So exorcism is just another one of those rituals, whereas more like Protestant and especially evangelical groups are more about the devil being like in pop culture and being, you know, just kind of hiding in all these different little areas and hiding in your mind and hiding like in the, you know, doubts your friends place, uh, you know, in your beliefs. Uh, So it's just kind of more... Less of like this, it's just ever pervasive, you know? So I feel like they're better at kind of making you feel like the devil is just kind of like duking it out within you, if that's if that makes sense. It's just a little different because there's not the cool like ritual of it. So it's just more like literally (laughs) scary. that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. I feel like I would have even been more fucked up if that's what I was being told. Yeah, hell is very real in, in the... I was brought up to like believe that like if I have family members that haven't accepted Christ into their heart, they are going to hell, and that like I'm still dealing with that religious trauma. Yeah, that is scary as fuck. And I was just talking to somebody about that. Like they were saying, like, oh, as a kid, you know, we shouldn't have to have kids exposed to X, Y, and Z. And I was like, yeah, let's lump religion into that if yes. that's what we're gonna say. Because, and they were like, oh, what do you mean? That that's ridiculous. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Every day when I was young, I was fucking terrified to die because I thought I was mm-hmm. gonna burn in hell mm-hmm. constantly. I was told all the time to live my life for a dude who was tortured forever yeah. and died for me. Like it was all so dark all the time well, you did like, that to him you did it to right. him and it's like, well, my sins yeah. yeah i'm like what did i, I did yeah, it. you don't like, have, please don't do yeah. that jesus please don't every time they go through the passion of the christ it's like <laughs> don't don't really seriously don't just please don't. Just, just yeah you don't have to do this yeah. dude like you really don't yeah. like, so what? it's what so yeah no i mean that's pretty crazy like we didn't in catholic school we definitely didn't talk about exorcisms like that definitely Mm. wasn't something we learned about and shit like that but i already kind of knew about it because i had seen this movie as like a a wee one so i just thought again like oh you know the only thing i did know is like similar to in the movie they say that it's kind of outdated that they don't really do them anymore yeah that's like the only thing i kind of knew about it is that they just don't really do it much you know yeah, and I was reading, so, I guess around this time, too, the the current pope uh, came out to to kind of, like, put out a proclamation or a declaration or whatever, reiterating or bringing the devil back to the forefront and, like, kind of reinstituting oh. him as a real entity. And which kind of makes sense because this, that, and then this movie, and then subsequent, you know, uh, things going on in the culture, kind of what led to the satanic panic of like oh, the totally. 80s and 90s you know and you yep. watch this movie and you're like I-, I get it like i don't completely <laughs> get it because like that's right. a step too far but i could totally it see is. like at least for a day or so being like we gotta do something about these like demons possessing <laughs> these little girls because did you sure. hear what she said yeah <laughs> Honestly, I also love, and I'm not sure if this is in the director's cut or the theatrical version, but where uh, whenever, like, she first starts acting a little bit weird and they think that, like, something could just be sort of, like, mentally going on or she's just turning into a teenager, the doctor comes in and is like, do you know your daughter cusses? Mm -hmm. And uh, Chris is like, no, what do you mean? And she said, 
Yeah, and the doctor's like, he told me to keep, she told me to keep my fingers away from her fucking cunt. And Chris is like, like kind of laughing. (laughs) I absolutely loved it. Totally. I loved it. It's so funny. The devil made her did it, I bet. The fact that people do wait four hours in line and then go back in to see more after they've fainted or gotten sick, I guess it shows how far some people will go for the thrill of being chilled to the bone. And uh, judging from my long night in the lobby, the people most susceptible to being profoundly upset by the film are those who went in believing in the devil, Roman Catholics especially. All right, well, this is as good a time as any to just start to get into maybe our favorite scenes of the film. Yeah. Uh, uh, and you're the guest, so you know, why don't you start? What what comes oh, to mind shit. when you think about the exercise? I have ob- a very obvious scene to talk about. But when I had first seen this movie, I saw the theatrical version of the movie. Yes. And then... Years later, okay. when I said to myself, I know where you're going. you know, I have to, yeah, I have to face this fear. I have to rewatch this, right? So I'd already watched it once. I'd read the book and I was like, I got to watch this movie again. So I bought it on VHS, the, the the director's cut. I did not see it coming. The crawling <laughs> down the steps. Oh my God. It, it, I had to pause it and like leave the room for 10 because I just didn't see it coming. It was so fucking genius. To this day, I'm not entirely sure how they physically did that with her. How like the mechanics of getting her upside down, crab walking backwards down the steps yeah. is one of the, like, I don't know how it they did it. And the, the blood. how unnatural it looks. Like, there is an it, uncanny nature to it that makes you be like, yes. what am I even seeing? It's so, that's what's so weird. It's so unnatural to see someone like that, but your brain is registering the fact that you are actually seeing it. Like, you're actually seeing a physical, real person doing this, the most unnatural thing ever. Um, and it's so chilling. Like, to this day, it gives me goosebumps from head to toe. I, I feel like you, you know, with your with Queens of NC-17, you could maybe speak to this, but it just occurred to me that I wonder if Japan got the director's cut of the film because it feels very J-horror, that moment. It feels like something from The Grudge or something from like, right. uh, with The Grudge, that's Ju-on, right? And then like Ringu, like it just yes. has that like, yeah, like girl crawling out of the well. I wonder if just That's a that very good one point. scene somehow made it to Japan and they were like, <laughs> that. no, Because it does. It's, when you watch the director's cut, it does stand out. I could see why they cut it. Oh, yeah. Because it feels just a little too, like, well, unnatural. It goes from, it's out of the bedroom, yeah. too. Like, everything. Well, when you it, cut that scene, she's in the bedroom forever exactly you know so it makes right. sense it kind of they pull her out like like after that scene she's sitting on the couch and they're like reagan are you in there can mm-hmm. we talk to you so it feels weird like after she crawled on the steps that way i would have skipped that yes. part and been like call the priest <laughs> you know what i'm saying so like you said i can see why they cut it out but it is such a good fucking scene i mean what about you what what are some of your favorites oh, i got a few here the i was watching it with erica uh last night and she made a great point whenever Reagan comes down to, while the, all her mom's friends are playing the piano yeah. and just like looks at the one dude says, you're going to die up there, like in the most monotone voice and then pisses herself, you know, and she's wearing the <laughs> nightgown. So it like just goes right to the floor. Sure. That Erica pointed out, she said, oh, this is like, it's all downhill from here. Like, yeah, that is the moment 
where just as a viewer, even if you've never seen it before, like that is the moment where it's like, it's not night. Like you are now about to see this poor, innocent girl because they cast Linda Blair perfectly because she, you know, so much at the beginning of the movie, you're like, how sweet. Oh, how nice her and her mom. They have a really great relationship. And like, yeah. So just, so that moment of like embarrassment and and awkwardness, it's like, oh, you, you don't even know what you're it's about so to true. see. So knowing what's coming <laughs> after it kind of makes it worse. Like yeah. The Exorcist is kind of like that. It's almost scary upon reviewing. <laughs> it is. I, like there. It that's what I mean by like it's the perfect movie. There's only this movie and maybe two other movies that make me feel the same way I did the first time I watched it. No, actually, I was going to say, you might hate me for this because it's kind of a newer one, but Hereditary. Okay. Every time I watch Hereditary, it feels like the first time. Every time I watch The Exorcist, it feels like the first time. Hereditary is definitely like a post-Exorcist film. Like It pulls so much from The Exorcist without being like a ripoff. It just kind of hits these little notes of like, Oh, family, like kind of using real life drama and realistic drama while these supernatural things are happening to kind of like drive the point home that like these poor people are having the shit poured on them. And it's one of those movies that, again, like like The Exorcist, Hereditary is so well written. It yes. is so well written. Yes. And the more you watch it, the more you see all of the, you know, the carvings in the wallpaper that you didn't see the first time you watched it. The things that Charlie was building that was like a, you know, that was a nod to what was going to happen mm-hmm. to her. I mean, it's just like there's it's so well written that even upon a second review, you saw you you, you understand it 10 times more. So The Exorcist is the same way. And and then the only other one that makes me that excited is like John Carpenter's The Thing. Yeah. Those are like the three that every time I watch okay. it, it's like the first time. <laughs> I'm so excited every time. So those are it. If I had to pick, it would be Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Every okay. time when Leatherface slams the shutter, uh, hits the dude in the head with a hammer and then hits him again yeah. to get him to stop shaking and then slams that shutter close and that tone sounds. Yeah. It's just like, whoa. Every it's time so I get good. like, I get chills. <laughs> but oh, I guess, yeah, to point out one more scene that I love, speaking of like horror movie chills, where like yeah. something is so scary that it makes you feel like, both scared and like badass at the same time. When they ask <laughs> the demon where Reagan is, and it's just that that shot straight on with his face close up, saying, "In here with us, with like, us." That just that it's like four words, and you're like, "With us, yeah." What? It's Who, who's like us? Who? Huh? Oh my god! Like, so immediately your brain starts just kind of being like, "In here? Wait, in the?" Yeah. Like, yeah. What what is here? Is it the body? Is it is it a different space? Well, like even that where, scene, where, she writes help me on yeah, her from stomach the from the inside. So it's like it's yeah. kind of literal almost. Like maybe yeah. she's just been shoved down into her own body and is like Which is really fucking ugh. scary. And again, that's what I was so I've always been so afraid of like being in here, right? With yeah. something else taking the wheel like that is the scariest fucking idea whether that would be like some extreme form of mental illness or a Mm -hmm. possession like whatever like being able to see and understand what's going on but not control what's going on that concept is absolutely horrifying and this this movie does a great job of that and one of my other favorite scenes of course and i beg to say she looks just as scary in this scene in the beginning stages of possession as she does in the end is whenever she's flip-flopping on the bed and is the crucifix scene the like i know reagan is really young like linda blair was really young but the the 
eye contact she makes with her mom when she's yelling, like, let Jesus fuck you and all yeah, that yeah. shit. Like, the Licked eye contact me, she's making. Like, and she, that part, and she grabs her. <laughs> her face looks like she means it. I yeah. mean, she looks like she's, that child is no longer there. Like, it, something else is completely taken over. And that look in her eye is probably one of the scariest, but in my opinion. I'm pretty sure, because I did find out, uh, what the woman that did the voice of the demon, uh, her name is Mercedes McCambridge. She actually wore prosthetics oh for the masturbation scenes because they didn't <gasps> think it was appropriate for an actual 12 year old to be doing that. So what you Fair. what you might be seeing is literally a different person in the body, but it actually works towards the the moment because like you're saying it Get feels out. like you're seeing a different person and even watching and i'm like even knowing that i still look and i'm like it really looks like her but yeah but something's different, different. so it's like yeah. the perf- horror movies are like that where it's like the the reality of the filmmaking bleeds into the like fiction of the storytelling yeah. and you kind of like can't separate the two. That's incredible. That is a really cool factoid. And then another factoid, the Mercedes McCambridge, she she ate raw eggs because the voice is not augmented. It is her voice. I saw her. <gasps> I saw an interview of her doing it like later in her years. She could still oh bust it out. She ate raw eggs. <laughs> She's chain, great at parties. Chain smoked cigarettes. <laughs> she got off the wagon, like wasn't drinking and started drinking because... To, for the performance so that she could down whiskey and fuck her voice up more. Oh, my God. And I guess she also had requested that her priest be there because she's like, I'm going to be fucking insane because, like, I'm drinking again. Oh, and my God. On top of that, when they film for the for the scenes where Reagan is tied up, they actually tied Mercedes to a chair with her arms bound behind her and her, like, neck bound back just to get, like, the, the real... Like feeling of you know sound yeah. of her being like ah let me to like know. set the oh my god and like, like seventies filmmaking is some of the most like questionably ethical like shit in the okay, world. Okay, so it is <laughs> apparently I don't remember where I saw this recently, but do you remember whenever like again during that masturbation scene where like Chris gets like thrown back and she looks like genuinely mm-hmm. okay? Apparently they ho- they had a rope to her, yeah. And they actually fucked her back up. This is after she was like, please don't pull me that hard. Mm -hmm. That last one felt pretty bad. They were like, pull it Yeah, freaking was like, yeah, the director freaking (laughs) was like, really give it to her. No shit. And like, so that is like a genuine reaction of like physical pain. Man, He would shoot guns off on set to get like scared moments. He would just like not let people know. And then like, boom. Oh my God, what a psycho. But honestly, it worked. Like good for him. And- On the like same note that where Reagan is thrashing up and down, you know, and it looks like same thing. Like yeah, they yeah. she had a harness that was doing that for her, but it came loose, so she actually yeah. like slipped a disc and like fucked her back up for. Ever. She did in those interviews where she's talking about that. Like present day, she still seems pissed as fuck. Yeah, about she doesn't that. really like to talk about it too much either. And I'm like, good yeah, for you. you know, I love Linda. Bader. I mean, I I, like, I do too. I want to watch really more of her, her like trashy stuff that she did. She did some okay. kind of like. She did some exploitation action. Oh yeah. Like. Also, did you know that she briefly dated Rick James? Really? Yeah. 
I have photos of them, like, half naked in bed. Not that I took them personally, but, like, I mean, like, we on Queens did one of her movies where it was, like, a sexploitation mm-hmm. sort of movie. And I, and looking into that, I found photos of her with Rick James in bed. Like, clearly they were, like, doing drugs and shit. Yeah, yeah. And you I don't hang out with Rick James yeah. and, like, not, like, be doing <laughs> right. rails after rails. No. Look into that. It's crazy. They oh, were, like, man. a thing for a while. That's yeah. what I mean. It's it, pretty, yeah. It's, like, almost like The Exorcist was Innocence Lost for... Linda Blair, in a sense. Like, Honestly, that's like, how it seems. But again, it kind of is what makes the movie feel a little icky because it's okay, not fun to so, watch her get as fucked up as she does because you're just kind of like, no, I don't, I'm not yeah. happy about this. It's not glorified. It's really made to look sure. kind of disgusting and upsetting. Yeah. So speaking of like the ickiness of this movie, I recently also found out that there was a serial killer, like a real life serial killer in this movie. Um, I'm not sure if you've heard of that. I did. I, I didn't know he was a serial killer. I know there was a murderer in the met in the in the like Spinal Tap like medicine. Yeah. Scenes. So his name, yeah, Paul Bateson. I recently discovered that as well. Yeah, he. I don't know how many people he killed, but he is a. It's a suspicion of contemporaneous serial killings. Okay. But they definitely, yeah, he got 20 years to life. He definitely got proven and he at least killed one person. So, but he was a suspect of multiple murders. And I thought that, again, that like just adds to the weirdness yes. of the vibe of this movie. Yeah, I recommend to listeners at home, if you have either Shudder or I think it's also on AMC Plus, the series Cursed Films. They have two seasons of it, and they basically just go into movies like The Exorcist, The uh, Poltergeist, and then even some like non-horror movies like Wizard of Oz, just like kind of discussing with the filmmakers and different critics and stuff like the degree to which films can, can't be cursed, you know? Oh, that's pretty awesome. And something like The Exorcist is just bound to have that level of uncertainty. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, also, I'm not sure who exactly did, like, the score for this movie. I know that's pretty pathetic. Like, I've never looked into it. I could look it up but, right now, but I'm not uh, going to, just so they know this. <laughs> yeah, you most people up. are going to be like, what the fuck? But, yeah, you look it up. You guys all have Google. Yeah. But the sounds that were put into this film, like, in addition to the person who did the voices, like, the sounds like, um, you know, I heard that there's, like, pigs dying in this movie and, like, a lot of other different types of sounds that were, like, worked into mm-hmm. Uh, the overall score again like there's just so many things running in the background in this movie that set the tone for it in its entirety yes i realized right before we recorded and if you you know remember your sunday school maybe you'll remember this bible story but i didn't realize how many like pig references there are because of the jesus story where he cast out the demons from the man (sighs) into the herd of swine and then they then like ran off the cliff, oh, shit. fell into the sea and died. So it's like definitely he's pulling oh my from God. It's called the Gerasene demoniac is the story. It's where Legion shows up and Jesus is wow. even like exercising the demon. He says to the guy, like, what is your name? What do you call yourself? And the demon replies, I oh am God. Legion for we are many. Kind of also alluding to the like wow. singular, yeah. but also plural, kind of the like in here with us line that like, is so again, cool so i'm sure a lot of catholics and christians that watch this film like yeah. kind of just picked up on like this seems really rooted in something that i've heard before <laughs> but again i just, right no that's some good investigative work right i still there. don't understand why 
Catholics and Christians didn't like this movie. It is so pro-Christian and pro-church. It's actually, <laughs> when I watch it now, I'm kind of like, that's nah, kind of a bummer. <laughs> when I watch it, it's like, yeah, the basic message is you should go to church. It, it, it definitely is. Right, because you have Father Karras, who I also had, like, a huge crush on. Yeah, he looked at, what's his, uh, I think, Jason Miller. Yeah, his his name. He looks great, and his whole vibe. He's He's a priest that's chain-smoking, having some beers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was, yeah, he had a good good vibe to him. But, like, him struggling with his, uh, like, belief in his faith and, like, not knowing. And then in the end, obviously, Mm -hmm. um, believing wholeheartedly and sort of, like, you know, taking the demon and, like, doing this. I like that. The Legion story. He takes it into himself and then. Yes, it is very pro-religion. If anything, Mm -hmm. it probably made a lot of people who didn't believe want to go to church, for sure. Yeah, I just can't help but think the Catholics probably just, like, hedge their bets and were like, "Uh, it's probably going to look better if we at least say, like, no, 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 even though it's helping us. Right, right. Well, then, let's introduce ourselves. I'm Damien Carroll's. And I'm the devil. Now kindly undo these straps. If you're the devil, why not make the straps disappear? That's much too vulgar display of power, Carroll's. Where's Reagan? In here with us. All right, uh, to kind of wind down this episode here and to get a little more into kind of the occult nature of the film and especially the demons, I have crafted another little fake ritual game, quote-unquote game, because, you know, the points don't matter and uh, (laughs) I'm not really sure how difficult or hard it is, but uh, I call it Demon Says. Uh, And like any good good joke, I have to point out why that is funny to me. It's like Simon Says, so yeah. (laughs) That's, that's I love it. It's a sign it. of a good joke. Very you clever. Have to explain it. <laughs> but basically, it. I just got five quotes here. And uh, you're going to have to pick of the five exorcist films that there have been, uh, oh, which exorcist the each of these quotes is from. Uh, and just to let you know, the movies you're picking from, you have 1973's The Exorcist, 1977's okay. Exorcist II, The Heretic. Uh, 1990s, The Exorcist 3, 2004's Exorcist The Beginning, and oh, 2005's Dominion. Uh, which oh, I've, shit. I'm going to seen fail the first this. three. The, I fast-forwarded through the fourth and fifth because they're like so kind I of the same saw... movie. It's half the Are footage they... of It's one of those weird ones where the dude like made the movie and then the studio was like, you're not making the rest of this movie. We're going to give it to this other guy. And then he used the footage. Oh, shit. So, yeah. yeah. Watch clips. Okay. Don't I mean, watch the film. I saw the 2004 one in theaters with that same grandma. And I don't remember mm. it being that great. It's got, what's his name? Skarsgård? Uh, <gasps> Ooh, that's with the first... sexual. Not. It's, <laughs> no. Uh, it's not, what's his name from... Uh, yeah, this is great radio. I always love like hemming on. <laughs> like, oh, what's the name of the guy with the Stellan Scars? Okay, Stellan Oh Scarsgar. my goodness! So okay, he's yes, great yes. in it because he's just an incredible oh, sure. actor. But anyway, yeah. So we have these five. Well, we have five quotes here, and then a bonus quote. 
So, you know, be prepared because the bonus is going to, you know, might make or break you. It's okay. But are you ready, Andy (laughs) Strega of Queens Uh, of NC-17? I am. I'm not. ready to be a queen? But I I have to do it. (laughs) All right. Well, this first one is a giveaway because you already quoted this. Uh, Keep away. The sow is mine. Yeah, that, that's the that's the OG. That's the OG right there. Yeah, and a sow is a female pig. Yeah, uh, it sounds yes. so awesome when he says it. Which keep away, it, it, it is, is so mine. fucking good. And that's like the first time you hear that voice, so it's just so powerful. Yeah. But also, I have to note that growing up, there was like a family on my street. I'm not sure if we all have that family, but like they were hoarders. There were like rats everywhere, and they were just kind of like really trashy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they had a, a license plate that said. I love sow. And I think it meant to say so because the woman was a sower, but she spelled it wrong. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So I don't. <laughs> yeah. Also, this is. So the, I don't. This is the scene where the doctor shows up. This is like my favorite scene. This is where it all goes down. And the yeah. doctor shows up and he runs up like he's going to do fuck all. And then yeah. like after, you know, Reagan flips on the bed. I love it because she just stands up as he approaches the bed and like smacks the shit out of him. Yeah. And it's just and like. And it's powerful. Boom. Like <laughs> science be damned. I'm a real fucking Honestly. Demon. I love, I love it, it. Yeah. All right. And I guess I'm going to try to say what the demons are because I'm not quite sure of the of the uh, lore, but that's at least Pazuzu that says that one. Right. Uh, All right. Quote two. Uh, It's the smiles that keep us going. The bits of giggles and good cheer. I'm going to go ahead and say Exorcist three. Exorcist three. You got it. That is the Gemini killer. Oh, shit. Right. Yeah, which because yeah, Exorcist Three is kind of like got a serial killer in it, and kind of you know they yeah. might be possessed or whatever. Highly recommended to the listeners at home. The Exorcist Three is actually a great one to watch right after The Exorcist because it was directed by Blatty, by William Peter Blatty, uh, and it That's kind awesome. of like follows George C. Scott plays that cop that we meet in the first Exorcist. He plays right. the cop who's kind of following up on these like subsequent murders. Oh man, and it's that's very pretty bad. Arguably, and I've seen people argue this, it's on par with the first movie, if not. Get out! Better. Okay, so I as far as have never film. really, yeah, I've never really fucked too much with the sequels. Like I, I'm not a huge sequel person. Like I'll, yeah. I'll put them on while I'm reading a book or like while I'm cleaning the house, and that's sort of the extent that I've watched the other Exorcist. So I feel a little bit unprepared and embarrassed. That's as every a game I, fan. Every game I put <laughs> the guests through, they're usually like, "Oh, like," but it's all in good fun. So you're two. I mean, you're two for two. Okay. So. All right. Oh man. Quote number three. I promise I won't bite. Let's go with the most recent one. No. Uh, Dominion, was it? No, no it is right. It is Exorcist the Beginning from 2004. Okay. Said by oh, the character Sarah. But it's kind of indicative of what I saw in the movie. It's a little, like, cliched. It's kind of just taking yeah. all the good stuff from the first movie. So even a line like, I promise I won't bite. I think the priest after that says something to the effect of, don't, like, you know, don't take him, it's me you want. I was like, how many times <laughs> oh, has that been said in a movie? How many times? That's 
That's sort of why I went for the 2000s because yeah. it did feel a little bit, a little bit, uh, like, like again, we kind of spoke before we recorded about how it can get cheesy really quick yes. when you're dealing with the possession. Yes. And, and, and those newer ones, I wouldn't expect. It's because less. that first movie takes so long to get to the fantasy yep. of it that you're just, the you build is perfect. You can't help but be like, this is real. So uh, speaking of a good build, did you happen to see the black coat's daughter? No, I've heard. Is, wait, is that? Have, I think it's called the Black Coat's Daughter. Is Harry Potter in it? No, uh, no, I don't thinking, think so. I forget what I'm thinking of. It has um, what's the girl from American Horror Story who dated Evan Peters? Shit, I don't Emma know. Roberts, <laughs> Emma Roberts and Kieran and Shipka are in it, and it, it is another one that has an extreme build, and it feels okay. a little bit possessiony, and it did a pretty decent job. I actually thought it was all right. Awesome, I would which, check uh, that out. Yeah, I have to check that one out. All right, we are at uh, quote number four. Once the wings have brushed you, you're mine forever. Is that is that going to be is that going to be the one I just said, the Dominion one? No, it's the Exorcist oh! two. <laughs> Shit. This if I if I like told yeah I this game is easier if I like told you which ones ah. you had already picked and which ones you hadn't but that's why I'm not doing that because yeah, I need you to get okay. some answers wrong so it doesn't it's not just like a fucking <laughs> you know, just cruising that's right fine. through I'm, but, I'm really good at being wrong it's yeah, fine I just watched The Exorcist 2 uh two nights ago people mm. hate it I think because it's you know coming after one of the greatest horror films and if not the greatest films ever made but I thought it yeah. was pretty fun it's like got all okay. these uh like psychic aspects to it and hypnotism. I was gonna say, like, is this the one where like Reagan's working with other kids? Is, yes. is that this yes. one? Okay, I have seen it again, like just sort of in passing, and like, and I remember feeling like it was a totally different vibe than the first one, and that could be the issue people take with well, it. It's, it's also like, trashy because they put Linda Blair in some like very just like sexy clothing. So like Ooh, that feels and I think I, I feel like maybe she was like of age at the time. I sure fucking hope. Yeah. But I, I hope it was still just kind of like jarring to be like, that's the this little yeah. girl. Uh, I'm not ready. Right. I'm not ready for that. Like, my, ready. my niece just grew up. You know, it's like that kind <laughs> yeah. of feeling where you're just like, not yet. Yeah. Too soon. And Linda Blair is hot and she deserves she is, to be sexy yeah. if she wants to. Yeah. Like it it all makes sense, but at the same time, I can see going from the first one to totally. that one would be a little bit. If you watch them, shocking. yeah, in a marathon, you'd yeah. be like, Oh, I feel oh, really creepy. like yeah, I shouldn't <laughs> be seeing this yet. But right. she looks beautiful and yeah, it is a cool I'm little sure. movie, so uh, yeah, I would recommend that as well. But Good all right, know. we got a bonus. But then we have right now we have quote number five. This one we got a lot of traction. We both do comedy podcasts or at least attempt to. So this one <laughs> will be plenty of fodder for us. Don't ever touch me with that again, priest. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Well, that has to be that. I mean, doing like process of elimination, that has to be Dominion, yes, right? Like that would have Dominion. to be. Um, yeah. So that is fucking great. It's you about a cross. It's a crucifix. But still, oh, I was like, my God, uh, that's a little oh, too that's... like on the nose. <laughs> that's so good, though. Yeah. Wow. Okay, yeah, this one's a great. bonus. And it's kind of a trick question. But you are familiar with what it comes from. That's all I'll say. Okay. Okay, this is a final demon quote. Marvelous tongue, your mother. Good mouth. 
Oh, fuck. Consider... And this is one of, more one of medium, the Exorcist it's movies? Not, it's not. It's one of the Exorcist media. Media? It's not a movie. But and I've have, seen it? I'm familiar with it? You've seen it because that's the only... Yeah, you'd have to see it in order to... I don't want to say the word. It's like a game of password. <laughs> you said... Oh, my God. Fuck. What, I mean... What was The I'm Exorcist gonna... before a movie? Oh, my God, the book. The William book. Peter Blatty's The Exorcist. Yes. Oh, fuck, yeah. I was reading quotes yeah. from the, what the... I found somebody, they just okay. listed their favorite like demon quotes from the book. Yeah. And it's like, you said you've read the book. I haven't. But I thought the movie was filthy when she's telling her mom to eat yeah. her out and all this. Right, but right, the right. quotes from the book are absolutely fucking filthy. They I, I mean, I have thing. to say, the movie Ooh. is perfect, but the book is even yeah. better. Like, okay. if you can I imagine it. it, the book is even better. And there's even a lot, what I loved about the book is there's a lot more of L- Lieutenant and Father Karras, but there's also a lot more, like, of, remember the, the like, the very brief scene that is, like, the, where she fucks up the church, like where they have like yeah, they the, show it real quick. The little the titties and the quick. dick on the on the, yes. on the statue. Yeah, I cheer. There's every more time. elaboration. I know it's so good. Yeah. There's more of that in the book, and like the idea of her being possessed and like creeping through this church is just like I don't know why it's so fucking scary. And they That's do a really true. good job of kind of oh, you know what I mean? Thank they, you. They kind of kill it in the, the book. movie. Yeah. Doesn't really sell that enough that like no it is not the Mm-mm. demon as a force that is murdering people and causing this like vandalism and all right. that it is reagan yeah out and about yeah. like exactly it's so fucking scary yeah yeah, their fucking yeah. i highly recommend the okay. book like i re- and, and just so you know like it was so fun i just read it maybe three or four months ago again first time since i was like eight or whatever and I read it in a day and a half. Like, I just blasted through that shit. It was so fucking good. Like, it's such a good read. I, I highly recommend to everybody who's listening to this, honestly. Hell yeah. Yeah. Well, we didn't do too bad then, huh? We didn't. You got three out of, you got three out of five. And that bonus, I'm right. just going to give it to you. So you got four out of five. Hey, yeah. thank you. Wow. That's a 80%. That is a B. Thank you. Yeah, that's better than I did in high school. I'll take it. <laughs> think we said i mean we definitely didn't say all we could say about the exorcist but we said all we could say sure. in the time allotted but one final question uh if you were a demon what would you look like and who would you possess oh shit all right look i don't i wouldn't want to possess anybody that i know because i wouldn't want to fuck them up like that and i also wouldn't want to possess anybody that i hate because like Mm. i feel like that's a little too petty you know what i mean yeah but if i could possess anybody i think it would be someone like bill skarsgård basically someone who's who i would want to like from have sex with from it 
guy? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think he's the hot. Speaking yeah, of Skarsgård, yeah. I think he's the hottest Skarsgård personally. Which it was hard for me to see him as it because they made his eye like extra mm-hmm. wonky, yeah. and I was like, why do him like that? Mm-hmm. But speaking of doing him like. I would possess a boy just because every girl has had the fantasy of being a boy temporarily Mm -hmm. and just like having this sensation of like, what is it? What does a dick feel like when you're walking Mm -hmm. around? What does it feel like to just be able to walk into a space? I would love boobs and I would (laughs) love nothing down there just to see like, oh, I'm going to like sit down on my bicycle and don't have to worry that there is anything underneath me. (laughs) However, what you do have to worry about. My friend (laughs) lost her virginity on a bicycle. No, okay, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) so something, okay, yep, now I see it. So a lack thereof means... But that... Right, she like we like went off a curb too hard and her vagina like hit. Like we were like, we were like... 12 and she like started bleeding and she like lost That's her time in that way. Confession. So, speaking of Catholic church, like, oh, <laughs> yeah, wow, she father, had to go I, uh... tell them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I fucked my bicycle by accident on a curb. <laughs> but yeah, so like I, I think like I wouldn't even want to like be all that bad. I would okay. just want to like possess a boy, have a good time, get really drunk, do some drugs I wouldn't do in my regular body. You know what I mean? Like maybe some shit like that, have a great time. Yeah. I would just look really hot so I could just like be cool, cooler than I am now. I would just want to be attractive yeah you'd be more the like you know? less let's make this person like rot from the right. inside out and more just like right. let's be that alternate personality that just at least makes like, a friend I be like want... you're fun now whoa what yeah. happened like <laughs> exactly i would want people to think now? i could just like... be like the onset of a mental illness yeah like yeah. Like, like they could just be losing it a little bit yeah. like i would be that sort of okay. demon. Like, you would just think that i needed some like medication or something what's your demon really name i'm just like ooh. Probably something cool, like yeah, just, <laughs> actually, you just I don't know, but like, head. yeah. Oh fuck, I don't know, like something. I don't know, something sexual. Oh, a noise. Or just, I feel like Kazuzu <laughs> and and all these yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like Kachubi. I don't Ooh, know. Kachubi. Yeah. Okay. I kind of Kachubi. Because that sounds fun. Cool. That sounds like someone you'd want to like party with or like yeah. have. Kachubi. I mean, tell me about you. <laughs> hey, about me? Kachubi. Uh, um, yeah. What about you? Shit. I the guests never turn the questions back on me. If I were, oh a my demon, god. I mean, I just would want to look like. Uh, I always like the devil when he shows up in a suit. You know, okay. when he's kind of like well dressed yeah. and very like, hmm, hello, like good sir, you know, Mister yeah. Scratch or whatever. He's smooth. Been he's kind of smooth. smooth. Uh, and then, so that's yeah. kind of what I would just look like as my demon self, you know, kind of like how Pazuzu has a statue of himself. But as far as who yeah. I possess, I mean, I probably would go for like an enemy. Like I would, I would want to wreck okay. someone's life to the, so someone who's petty. wrecked enough. I would go after like a Miss McConnell or like, <laughs> oh, you fuck. know, someone who has like even been, think of that. been the like puppet master for just like devastation on a level that is beyond criminal is just like, wow. And, and someone too, that like. You know, I feel that most evil people think they're doing good. So yeah. in a way, I yeah, would want no, to show genius. them from within that that is absolutely yeah. not true. And their entire world is turned upside down. And But wow. I mean, it's hard to make Mitch McConnell look any more fucking rotten. Right, <laughs> right. If anything, you could just like get him closer to the grave. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you could make sure he doesn't eat well. Make his eyes droop and... more and his weird turtle <laughs> right. chin. <and> his... <laughs> But then yeah, I'd bounce, you know, exactly. then I'd come out and be like the cool, like, yeah, know, like Mr. Yeah. Scratch in his nice suit, black on black. No, I love red that. Tie, and then just be like, yeah, fuck that guy, right, guys? Yeah, that's genius. <laughs> that my is name totally would genius. Be... 
dungaree. Are you also dungaree. contributing? Dungaree. I don't know. I dungaree. Like the Wranglers. Yeah, or like the, the I kind of love the that. Pant. And I and I also feel like Kachubi and Dungaree would yeah. be best friends. Wow. This is okay. We gotta like, yeah, we're writing a movie. Kachubi and Dungaree. I, it does. This it sounds right. Awesome. They sound right. It sounds like a comedy. It sounds like the like that like the two demons are nude in New York City. Like something really <laughs> fuck. You know what I mean? I like, thought you said nude in New York City. I was like yeah, that too. You know? That <laughs> we're too. demons. Come no, on, I love- you know? <laughs> we can do whatever the fuck yeah. we want. We, I yeah, don't I even know that. if they have genitals. Well, Pazuzu does. <laughs> I forgot to mention that, but just for the listeners to know that Pazuzu has a snake-headed penis. I was going to say, you can kind of see that mm-hmm. on the statue in the beginning in, like, the Middle East, yes. like, where he, it's, like, standing there and the dogs are fighting and shit. You can kind of see yeah. it there. And actually, I noticed that for the first time today, watching mm. it today. So it's funny that you said that. I was like, that's a dick. Yeah, with a <laughs> like, snake what? head. I'm like, yeah. Hey, you know, to each their own. It's kind of badass. Thank you, Andy, for being on the show. Oh my God. Thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. Very you were fun. awesome. Very fun. Yeah. Uh, th- well, thank You're you. You're the best. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, uh, well, any, uh, we, uh, we got, we've given the listeners plenty of recommendations, you know, rewind. Yeah. We've got plenty for you to write down. We got the Black Coat's Daughter, uh, Exorcist 2, Exorcist 3, you know, go check those out. But Andy, any way for the fakers to follow you? Ooh. Or anything you uh, want to yeah, promote? I'm... Any, you know, other episodes of yours that might be a good place sure. to jump in? So if you're in if you're feeling the possession mood, um, we did the Italian knockoff of The Exorcist a little while back called Be I think it's Beyond the Door. Um, so you can check out the Queens of NC 17 episode Beyond the Door if you're in that sort of mood. Um, you can follow me at Andy the Vampire Slayer on Instagram. We're Queens of NC 17 on Instagram. And we also have a sister podcast for those of you who really love early 2000s like trash VH1 reality dating shows. I know this is a stretch. But if that happens to be you, we have a sister podcast called Queens of Reality TV you can check out too. It's That's not it a stretch because that I, <laughs> I listened to the, uh, the pickup artist like that if i have to recommend the listeners listen to one that one was just like so to see like the back and forth that you and iana went from like feeling for these men and then just like what no you fucking creep but also like oh (laughs) okay they're learning and they have night oh they are friends and it's nice that men can be friends but ew don't what yeah like stop (laughs) talking about a demon fucking oh my god What's fucking mystery. mystery. He er- is some kind uh, of fucking demon. <laughs> yeah, oh, and boy. he's still do he's still on his shit too. Yeah. No, thank so you check- for listening to that one. Yeah. Well, uh, you can follow us at Fake Ritual on Instagram. And as always, I'm here to beg you, to to pressure you, to scold you into rating and reviewing and subscribing. It's not that hard. Okay, I try not to sound mad, but I need more stars. I, I need more reviews. Let's go. Come Do on, it. make it funny, make it weird. Just yeah. give me something to laugh at. Uh, he, he deserves it. Give it to the man, all right? Again, okay. I'm not trying to get mad for you too, but I'm feeling a little bit protective right now. Leave this dude five fucking stars, all right? Yelling Jesus. at audiences that cannot yell back <laughs> is like probably the only reason I do this. <laughs> I love it. No, I'm here. I'm here to support you on that. But, uh, you, uh, sorry, I just like totally just like, 
I threw you off. Yeah, uh, no, you didn't throw me <laughs> off. I just threw myself off because I'm just looking uh, at the paper and yeah, I I think it's all this demon talk. I feel possessed. Yeah, well, but I mean, if you have listened to the show or if you haven't listened to the show, are you familiar with uh, our sign off? Tell me. I don't know that I have. I just we did like, someone else's like yes, uh, yesterday. So. Listeners with a go fake yourselves. And we say oh, it together fuck. at I the end. I love that. You know? Okay. Uh, so I'll just do a three, two, one, and then we'll do it. Go fake yourself. I got it. Okay. Three, two, one. Go, go fake, fake yourself. yourself. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Bye.